conference finals are in full swing and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free to play pools every day of the basketball and hockey playoffs, offering players a free shot at $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part is it's free to play. DraftKings free to play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get a free shot at $10,000 in total prizes every day in the NBA and NHL playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pool to Play page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Thursday, June 17th. Ian Cameron with you, flying solo on this Thursday edition of the show. Uh, Jimmy Murphy at an appointment, Alex B. Smith as well. Uh, I believe both of them will be with me, though, tonight. And a reminder, speaking of tonight, that we have our next Stanley Cup playoffs betcast tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time for game three of the Stanley Cup semifinal series between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders in what ought to be a raucous environment tonight at Nassau Coliseum. So we're looking forward to yet another fun live betcast for the Lightning and the Islanders tonight in Game 3. Same as always, we will be watching the game. We'll be placing a ton of live bets during the game, analyzing it, chatting it up. We'll be inviting several of our uh, Ice Guys fans, listeners, and viewers on the stream, on the BetCast with us during the the uh, game tonight. So uh, make sure you check that out. It's been fun. If you haven't uh, tuned in to watch one of the BetCasts yet or you haven't joined us live on the stream yet, uh, it's not uh, too late to do so. Uh, join us tonight for the Stanley Cup Playoffs BetCast, the latest edition of the Ice Guys Stanley Cup Playoffs BetCast as we take you through Game 3 with the uh, Lightning and the Islanders tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we are definitely looking forward to that. Before we get into uh, tonight's game and break down Game 3, preview it with the uh, Islanders and the Lightning, we'll look back on last night and last night's uh, Montreal-Vegas game honestly kind of played out the way I, I kind of thought it would, that Montreal would be a lot better, that people burying this Montreal team and saying the series was over after game one would be proven wrong, you know, and that's exactly what's happened. Um, Montreal played better. I thought they would, especially, I said, if they got Jeff Petrie back in the lineup, it would just make things, it would just settle everything down once again for this hockey team. They would be a team that would have all their normal defensive pairings back to where 
Dominic Ducharme and the team want them to be. So all your defensemen and all your blue liners are back to playing uh, in the positions and with the defensive partners they're used to. That mattered. You have Jeff Petrie's ability to move the puck out of the zone and, and get the offense going at the other end of the ice. That was significant. And again, less ice time for five, six defensemen uh, on this Montreal team who had honestly been playing pretty poorly with the minutes they had been given, specifically Brett Kulak. And now all of a sudden you don't have to play that guy uh, hardly at all, if and 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 as not even close to as much as uh, you had to in Game One when you were uh, without Jeff Petrie. So it was just a reverberating effect and a positive for the Montreal Canadiens to have him back on the blue line last night in Game Two. Just like it was a reverberating effect in the negative fashion that he missed Game One uh, of this series, and, and definitely it just everything was seemed like the Montreal Canadiens were not spending the same amount of time in their own zone uh, as they were in Game One. Uh, and they got off to not only a great start in the first period again, but this time they got some goals to show for it. They got out to the 2-0 lead. They put the early pressure on Vegas. Yoel Armia with the first goal off a rebound by Marc-Andre Fleury. And then, of course, Tyler Toffoli, an off-speeder, uh, a shot that definitely he didn't get all of, uh, but it found the back of the net past Marc-Andre Fleury uh, to make it 2-0 uh, in that game. Uh, and Vegas had to chase things a little bit. And the, the surprising part for Vegas is uh, the late absence right before the game uh, of Chandler Stevenson. Uh, and yet I know people were sort of, you know, trying to be funny, saying that, you know, calm down about how big of an injury and how big of an impact it is for Vegas not having Chandler Stevenson saying he's not Sidney Crosby. Someone said he's not Sidney Crosby. I'm not, I, did I ever say he was Sidney Crosby? That's not the point, you know. That's not the point of why I mentioned that Chandler Stevenson's absence last night for game two was significant. It's not that he's Sidney Crosby, but he is still a guy that has consistently improved and become a more and more important player and important piece to this Vegas team. He's playing on the top line and he's the top line center for this Golden Knights team here in the playoffs. We're not talking about comparing him to one of the a guy that's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time in Sidney Crosby. We're just talking about how good he's playing this season, how he has elevated himself to a top-line center role, and how with him being a late scratch last night uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, um, they weren't quite the same team. They were a little bit off kilter. They were a little bit out of sync. Remember, Pete DeBoer now all of a sudden, it's a, it's a domino effect. When you don't have Stevenson in there, you got to move all your center icemen up one line and, and play with uh, forwards that they're not necessarily always accustomed to. And as a result, it just throws the chemistry and the rhythm off a little bit. You know, So it's not so much that we're trying to say he's the next coming of Crosby. He's not, but he's still a great player who's having a great season, who has elevated himself into a top-line center role, playing for this Golden Knights team, uh, throughout the course of the season and into the playoffs. You know, it's a significant loss not having him. Simple as that. And uh, you could tell that the uh, Golden Knights missed him on the ice because he's great at both ends. He's a fast skater. He's good on the forecheck, sees the ice well, usually makes good passes to get his teammates open. So definitely uh, an unfortunate situation to have him all of a sudden a late scratch due to an upper body injury. Uh, Peter DeVore says it's day-to-day with uh, Chandler Stevenson. So, Again, it's going to be one of those uh, injury uh, situations where we're going to just have to wait probably till game day on Friday and maybe even the pregame skate before game three in Montreal uh, on Friday night before we find out if he's back. But, uh, you know, Keegan Colt, Nicholas Roy, uh, Nicholas Waugh uh, got the first chance to 
fill in on the top line. And then he had Keegan Colasar. Like these are third and fourth line players most of the year for Vegas that all of a sudden got an opportunity to play with Pacioretty and Stone uh, last night. And I'll tell you right now, Nicholas Waugh and Keegan Colasar, they're not the offensive. Uh, they don't have the offensive side of the game like Chandler Stevenson does. Chandler Stevenson's a better offensive player than both of those guys. And you could tell it was more difficult for Pacioretty and Stone and that line without Stevenson on it to generate quality offense. That's really what it boiled down to last night uh, in that game. Um, Vegas finally made a push uh, in the third period. And Carey Price, look, does what you need your goaltending to do, especially on the road, you know, in a playoff game. You know the home team is going to make a push when they're trailing. Vegas did that when they were down 3-1 going into the third. They got the Alex Petrangelo goal to make it 3-2. And by the way, Montreal's got to shore up the faceoff circle, you know, especially in the D zone. You know, you can't be losing so many defensive zone faceoffs cleanly like they've been doing. And, you know, more than a couple of them have resulted directly in goals for the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's definitely a, a, an area that has to be addressed and has to be shored up for the Montreal Canadiens. So they made it 3-2. They had an incredible push uh, in the last uh, you know, four or five minutes of the third period. Carey Price, terrific. A couple of big shot blocks late in the game by Montreal when the uh, Golden Knights had the uh, extra attacker uh, trying to tie the game. And Montreal holds on for a 3-2 win. But they were full marks for the win. Uh, they had a great first period. I could argue they had a, bit, a good second period as well. The third, they sat back a little, but they had a two-goal lead. Uh, at the time, it was a great performance by Montreal, and it was a statement that we're here to compete in this series. We're not going to get run over uh, by this uh, Vegas team, contrary to what some of uh, people th thought after game one. And even Peter DeBoer said it. And you got to give Peter DeBoer credit. He's trying to be respectful to, to his opponent, and he should. This opponent now, after winning last night and getting a split in Las Vegas, a tough place for any road team to win, They've earned that respect. And he said after the game, when someone questioned him, you know, a lot of people thought your team was going to sweep Montreal after that game one win. And Peter DeBoer said, yeah, it's probably the same people that thought uh, that Colorado was going to sweep us, you know, in the last round. So, you know, he, he's given them their due and he should, because I think he knows he's got a series on his hands. I thought we'd have a series on our hands coming into it. I think it was just a bunch of uh, nonsense, to be honest with you, nonsense. People saying Vegas in four, Vegas in five. Uh, do they not see how Montreal has really, really played a great team game? You know, going back to the uh, second half of the series against Toronto, the sweep against Winnipeg, they are, when they've got all their defensemen, you know, and that was the key getting Petrie back. Because when you've got Petrangelo, you've got Alec Martinez, you've got Braden McNabb, you've got uh, you know, Zach Whitecloud, and uh, on the other side, uh, with Nick Holden as well. Like, that's a very, very good blue line that they've got. And Shea Theodore, how did I miss talking about him? Um, you need to be healthy on your blue line. And obviously now with Petrie back last night, they were. And look what a difference it made for the Montreal Canadiens. Tyler Toffoli had a great game. Uh, they got, you know, Cole Caulfield was noticeable. Again, his game continues to improve as the playoffs go on. Uh, it was absolutely a, a very strong team game, you know, from the goaltender out. For the Montreal Canadiens last night. The depth forwards, of course, Yoel Armia chipped in with a big goal. Paul Byron gets the third goal uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. Um, I think we got to acknowledge, too, that the, all four lines are chipping in for Montreal, and that's what can make you dangerous at playoff time. You're not counting on one line. You're not counting on Tyler Toffoli to carry you like he did so much during the, during the uh, 
um, regular season. So uh, got to give Montreal credit. Uh, this is going to be a long series. I think it's a, I could go either way. Uh, and, I, and just like I thought coming into game one, this would be a long, tough series uh, for Vegas. And that's, I think, what it's going to turn into. And now they got to go to Montreal. And Alex B. Smith yesterday on the show made an excellent point about this next game for Vegas. Game three in Montreal, they have not traveled to the East Coast at all this season. you got to go all the way back to pretty much last, before the pandemic, all right? Before the COVID-19 pandemic hit last March. You have to go all the way to before then to find the last time that Vegas had to travel to the East Coast for a road trip. I mean, this is this is something they haven't done in a very long time. They're going to have to get screened, going, you know, and tested a little bit more. Uh, for COVID-19 when they get to Canada and they get to Montreal. So just from a situational perspective, you'd think there's a little advantage for Montreal going into game three, because again, Vegas is really doing this here uh, for the first time in terms of a lengthy road trip. So we'll see if that has any impact on game three. We'll have to see if uh, Chandler Stevenson can come back for the Golden Knights, because clearly I think Pacioretty and Stone, there was a little something lacking from those two guys without their top center, uh, their usual top line center playing between them. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see if Stevenson is able to return uh, for game three on Friday night. Uh, let's turn our attention to tonight with uh, game three of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. We've got Tampa Bay minus 135 to minus 140 uh, road favorites here in game three. The total five shaded to the over. Um, I'm very, very torn on the total because I thought the total might be back to five and a half. And I'm seeing it mostly five uh, across the board at most places. And I don't bet, I rarely, if ever, bet unders when, when it's five. It's just too easy to get to at least five, if not higher than that. Um, but I love the over spot in game two in this series. It wouldn't surprise me to see this one be a little tighter checking. It wouldn't surprise me to see this one being uh, a little bit uh, lower scoring. But more than anything, what I'm looking at here in this game is a fast start for the Islanders. Uh, and I like them a little bit in the first period tonight, which you can get at plus 105, plus 110. Uh, New York Islanders in the first period. It's it's a theory that worked out very well for me last night. I took Montreal plus a half goal in the first period, which was my best bet, as well as Montreal money line in the first period. And then Montreal plus one and a half goals, minus 120 for the full game puck line uh, last night. So we had a good read on Montreal, off a loss, looking to start strong, looking to play better. And I kind of feel that way about the Islanders tonight. They're in the same position. They want to start strong. They want to play better. They're at home. Feed off that home crowd, off the loss to uh, Tampa Bay, four to two uh, in Game Two, uh, which tied this series up at a game apiece. And the Islanders, to me, you know, you've got to put them up there with Vegas in terms of the of the four remaining teams and the strongest home ice edges. I think you've got Vegas and the Islanders, one A, one B. Now, if Montreal had a full capacity crowd, you, they're right there with anybody in terms of how raucous and how loud the the environment can be at playoff time. But obviously, we're only talking about 3,500 fans that are going to be allowed uh, into the Bell Center uh, for the Montreal-Vegas series. So it's hard to put them up there. But right now, Vegas and the New York Islanders, definitely uh, two teams with a strong home ice. Uh, the Islanders, even in the uh, loss against Tampa Bay, it was penalties that really hurt them. They were in the box a lot. It was a very physical. It was a very chippy game. Uh, and the Islanders, unfortunately, one of the fewest penalized teams in the uh, NHL this season, but they took more penalties than they normally do in game two, and usually when you play Tampa Bay, uh, that's going to be trouble. And another thing, too, even if you don't give up a power play goal, but you give up a lot of pe- but you take a lot of penalties in a particular game, 
none of your top forwards can get into the flow and get into the rhythm of the game because the re- the way they get into the rhythm of the game is they play every other shift and they don't play every other shift usually when you're killing a bunch of penalties because many of the top you know six forwards on each team not all of them kill penalties so it just takes your 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 rhythm your flow just your cohesion out of the uh, out of play a little bit uh, and i think we saw that from the islanders uh, in game 2 uh yes there was that uh, too many men call uh, in game two as well. Uh, Barry Trotz, uh, not very happy about the missed call. He mentioned it specifically uh, in his post-game press conference, and you saw the replays on the ice that they saw it on the little iPad or tablet they had uh, behind the bench there. And clearly there were seven players on the ice when Andre Palat scored that goal, which turned out to be a big, big goal to give Tampa Bay a two-to-one lead uh, in the second period. So I'm of the belief, not everybody subscribes to this theory, but I kind of do, that whoever the officials are tonight for game three, they're going to be looking to give Tampa Bay an extra penalty or two. Uh, I'm not saying that they're, they're going to blatantly call penalties left and right against the Lightning tonight, but Barry got in the ear of the officiating uh, and the and the league a little bit, and I could see the officials just having an extra watchful eye tonight on whatever the Tampa Bay Lightning players do uh, on the ice. Again, um, I, I, I hate to say that, but we've seen it. We, Bruce Cassidy bitched about not getting calls and he got a bunch of calls the next game. You know, we saw it in that Bruin Islander series. He went to the well with, you know, I think the officials missed a few things here. Um, and now Barry's doing that. And I think Barry's doing that to try to get the same results that Bruce did. Because Bruce Cassidy and the Bruins got a bunch of calls in the very next game. You know, after uh, he mentioned that he thought the Islanders were getting, uh, you know, none of the calls that they were the New York Saints. They were trying to portray themselves like the New York Saints. You remember that game in the last round where uh, Bruce Cassidy said that, but it worked. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see if now there's a little bit of a friendlier whistle tonight in this game for the New York Islanders. Uh, as far as goal-scoring props go, it's Matt Barzell time. It's a no-brainer. He's in that plus 250 range again uh, to score a goal. I'm shocked there's been no adjustment. He's now scored in five straight games. He's on fire right now uh, for this New York Islanders team. I'm very interested uh, from a goal score prop perspective on him uh, tonight. Uh, I think back home, Brock Nelson's worth a look. Brock Nelson had some chances in game two. Uh, and I think, and he scored, of course, the power play goal. Brock Nelson and Matthew Barzell, they're feeling it right now for the Islanders. If I'm looking at goal scoring props, I'm targeting those two guys. As far as the Lightning go in this game, Braden points, uh, finding ways to score mostly every night. You can't go wrong there. I'm thinking that tonight, Blake Cole, especially on the road, it feels like a game where Blake Coleman could find the back of the net. I've noticed his number of chances that he's had in games for Tampa Bay uh, in the last couple. Uh, they've gone up a little bit. So uh, I, I wouldn't mind looking toward Blake Coleman at a you know plus 400 in some spots for him to score a goal tonight in game three. I'd be looking at that. Uh, the total I'm not involved with. Uh, I would maybe lean first period over, but I could see it settling down after that and becoming a lot, lot tighter checking and lower scoring. Uh, something to maybe keep in mind going into this game. But I do like the Islanders in the first period, plus 105, plus 110 uh, in that range. And I'm also leaning a little to the Islanders, maybe a smaller bet on them in the full game. Plus, and those goal score props I mentioned, Point and Coleman for the Lightning. Barzell and Nelson uh, for the Islanders. Uh, that's basically what I'm what I've got right now in terms of pregame bets. Uh, but again, this is going to be one of those games where we will obviously uh, be looking at a bunch of live wagers 
uh, and a live opportunities uh, during this game. And to find out what all of those are, it's very simple. Watch us live tonight on the Ice Guys Stanley Cup Playoffs BetCast, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time tonight for Game 3 uh, between the Lightning and the Islanders. If you want to join us on the stream, on the show, shoot the shit, bring your favorite adult beverage, uh, you know, play some live bets, watch the game with us, have some fun. Uh, really a good, knowledgeable, savvy group usually with us when it comes to analyzing hockey. So it's fun discussion, and it's uh, insightful. Uh, a discussion that we have during the games on these betcasts as well. So uh, if you want to join us on the stream, on the betcast tonight, during the show, send a DM to me, Apple Bano. You can uh, send it to the Ice Guys Twitter uh, as well, and we will make sure we reserve a spot for you to join us uh, on the show tonight. can already guarantee you that Nicholas Earl, uh, who was uh, a guest on the show uh, a couple of days ago, uh, breaking down game two between the Islanders and Lightning. He will be on the BetCast as one of our uh, special guests tonight. Uh, obviously, a big-time Islander fan. You know he wasn't going to miss the opportunity to uh, be with us on the uh, BetCast tonight. So we'll have uh, Nick Earl, Islander fan, uh, with us on the uh, BetCast tonight. Uh, so looking forward to that. So again, if you want to uh, make sure uh, you reserve your spot for the BetCast, send a DM, uh, and we will... Uh, definitely make sure to bring you on the stream and be part of this. Uh, it'll be nice because it's an early game, 8 p.m. Eastern. It won't be a late night. So if you're worried about having to wake up early for work tomorrow, unless this game goes two, three overtimes, uh, it should be an early night. So uh, looking forward to it. BetCast, Alex B. Smith will be with uh, us as well. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, again, if, it, uh, if he can uh, get all the things he needs to get done, uh, completed by the time the game starts tonight. He might be joining us as well on the BetCast. So uh, we're looking forward to it. So it'll be Nick Earl, Alex B. Smith, myself, and a few other guests as well. Join us for the BetCast. Game three, Lightning and Islanders tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. We'll get to my best bet uh, in just a second uh, to wrap up the show. But before we do, a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. It's a great time of year. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball. we got U.S. Open golf this weekend. Uh, NFL preseason is in two months, so football season is right around the corner. Great time of year to try out DraftKings and sign up for an account. When you do, you'll get bet boosts, bet bonuses, weekly specials, weekly incentives, deposit bonuses, uh, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. Uh, my best bet, uh, we're going to go to it, plus 110 New York Islanders. First period tonight uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think the first 20 minutes is the best chance to get on this Islanders team. I actually kind of like the Islanders team total a little bit tonight, too. It's two and a half at a plus price. You know, over two and a half at, you know, plus 110. You know, uh, even money to plus 110 with that team total just to get three goals. Uh, I think the New York Islanders do have a decent chance to get to that three goal plateau. So uh, I definitely uh, am interested in that team total. But my official best bet for this edition of the Ice Guys will be the New York Islanders first period plus 110 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, that'll be my best bet. NBA play. I don't have much tonight. Casino life. Uh, it, it, this is a hockey show, but I'll, I, I will say that in terms of that Nets Bucks game, I won't be laying points with Milwaukee. Not after what I saw the last game. Maybe they win this game. Maybe they have that pride. They have played well at home all year and in this series. So it wouldn't shock me to see them uh, win this game, but I'm not comfortable laying five and a half points, six points with them now. No way. 
Uh, it would be Brooklyn or nothing for me. Uh, so best bet, New York Islanders plus 110 first period for game three tonight. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday. 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, you can download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, and iHeart. You can check out the podcast on all those platforms. Uh, We will see you later tonight for the BetCast. Game 3, Lightning and Islanders, Nassau Coliseum. We will be here for the Ice Guys BetCast, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you join us uh, for that. Uh, We're looking forward to it. I'm Ian Cameron. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys. And we will see you tonight for the BetCast. Isles Lightning, Game 3, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The Ice Guys BetCast tonight presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.